uh, I was looking at a house today and the neighbor was probably the worst maintained house I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. And then um, so I didn't purchase the house because I didn't want to live <laughs> next to that person. And I was looking later because I wanted to see on Google Maps if I could figure some stuff out. The house is blurred out. Uh, is that a thing that happens? Uh, is this like a ghosty thing? You cannot stop. see the house. No, it's like it's like they censored out the house. It was so bad or something. Um, can you request to have that done to your property? Yeah, but I'm sure you can. But what is the inciting? <laughs> why? I don't know. Okay, I want to know more. I do, too, because obviously they don't care about their house. It's not like I I don't know. I don't understand. They're just not maintaining their house. It was bad lawn care. Oh, Carly. (laughs) You would be in shock if you saw. Oh, no. I've never seen a yard like it. There was no yard. It was just like like sunflowers. And then it's just like it's just like everything is just like built out. It's just like full of plants that are like eight feet tall. So there's no lawn. And then it had like bikes and stuff in the backyard. It was oh, a bad scene. Man. Uh, it's kind of fun. Like if all the plants are eight feet tall, there could be people hiding in there. Totally. Like, or ghosties or some or kind ghosties. of hyena or a coyote. Or those. Maybe a family of possums. Car, this is possums on the windows. <laughs> Episode nine. <laughs> We're recording this September 5th. Yes. 2020. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Car? That's good. That's good. <laughs> I got a uh, piece of art from the antique store today, and now I'm just struggling to hang it. I went piece to Home Depot. Well, it's like a mirror with stuff on it, so I don't know mm. what to call it. Like macaroni? Yeah, macaroni. Okay. Um, but it's really hard to hang things. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what are you using? Are you using concrete anchors? Well, so I went to Home Depot and I bought a bunch of stuff and it didn't Mm. work. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't work. Why didn't it work, Car? Tell me more. Because I think I can only drill about half an inch into my wall, which I didn't know until I bought a drill from Home Depot and started (laughs) drilling into the wall. Uh, How heavy are we talking? Uh, Like 10 pounds. I would just get like a command hook or something. Oh, I can't have this discussion again. I talked about Uh-oh. this with our dad and I just I can't. What did he recommend you get a command hook? Well, yeah, but then we both griped about how command hooks are BS because they are. Huh. Well, and then he said nails and nails also won't work. Why? Are there well, no studs? You just got to find a same, stud. No, 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 no. It's, it's a extremely, extremely solid wall. We think it's plaster and lathe. I would not be drilling into that wall if at all possible. Well, I did already. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I would get a command hook car. No, I can't. I'm not going to. I can't. Okay. I'm not going to trust a sticker for this thing I purchased because I've seen them fail time and time again while holding mm. a towel. Ugh. Hmm. Hmm. Towels are what? Oh, gosh. Sure. Okay. Well, this is a movie <laughs> podcast. Um, yes, Car. I kind of gave you a challenge, and now I don't mm-hmm. feel great about the challenge. Um, okay. The challenge was we were going to construct a list of ten <laughs> canonical movies from 2010 to 2019. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, I figured out I really don't like that decade for movies, I guess, because <laughs> I had a really <laughs> well, hard do. time. Okay. Well, we'll try to uh, construct this together, Car, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I got to warn you right now, a lot of my, I would say about six tenths of my list is like, well, there should probably be an action movie on here, but I had that okay. justification for about six of the ten movies. Okay. Um, well, I guess, like, do you want to give your brief synopsis of what you consider canon or what you oh. strive to accomplish with the list? Um, this is easier to do when I like the movies, I guess. This, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Canonical. I still think Michael thought it was a joke, but it's not a joke. It's my definition. It's what we bring with us. I think that's yeah. a succinct and accurate description of what canonical means to me. I guess like the. By we, do you mean you or do you mean the public? I really think you should get a command hook and just hang it that way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly me, but I think it's supposed to be more generalized. I think if this yes. is just like, what's my 10 favorite movies? Then it's not very interesting. Like, I yes, think there has agreed. to be some universality to it. Yes, I agree. Okay. What do you have a differing definition, Car? No, I think the things that I tried to or like the kind of categories in my mind of that are either the movie itself was such a like phenomenon or meaningful thing, or it's in it's it's an important movie in a director who was either extremely important at the time or will become important in the years to come. Oh, God, Parasite's going to be on this freaking list, isn't it? Well, of course it's going to be on the uh, list. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go back and forth and we'll just build this out, okay? I okay. That methodology stresses me out, but okay. Why? 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 Because th we did this with the <laughs> yeah. 2019 movies, and yeah. then halfway through we were like, "Oh, this kind of isn't working." And no, because we, we gotta, to like we got to build the the long list, and then we can whittle it down. Okay, we're just yeah. establishing the full list right now. I just can't wait until we get to American Factory versus Booksmart. <laughs> <laughs> What's your first movie? Okay, uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. This has also been tough because I haven't seen a lot of these movies. And it's not typing when I'm trying to type. <laughs> Moonlight. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is Moonlight Car? Sorry, I'm popping my face right before this. The you know how that goes. Oscar winning Barry Jenkins movie from 2016. Is that right? 2015, Carly, something Carly, like that. You're talking about art. You're talking about something somebody made. I don't want the Wikipedia, <laughs> you know, Creative Commons licensing data on this movie. Tell me what it means, what it is. Okay. Breathe I mean, it's into a, this movie. Okay. It's a very, very, very touching, beautiful story of a young black boy coming to terms with his sexuality. Um, over the course of, I would say, like, 15 years or so okay. in, I believe, Florida. Um, and the various folks who are involved in that journey um, and his growing up in general. And it is incredibly moving. And I think, like, 
it gave us, or it launched Barry Jenkins to the forefront. It is, I think, maybe going to forever be known as the Oscars screw up mm. movie when they announced mm. La La Land and then it was actually Moonlight. Um, and while that sucked a lot that it's tinged with that, I think it is like the, it was the first time in quite a while, I think, where the best movie of the year actually won best picture, or at least like a very, very good movie won best picture. Sure. What won last year? Parasite. Oh. Which would also be one of those instances. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Moonlight. Available yes. now on VOD. Um, sure. My first film is Hereditary. Yeah. Hereditary. What is there even to say about Hereditary? <laughs> um, primal. Um, um, pr- primal. Tony Collette. Tony Collette has a primal, almost <laughs> primal performance in this film. Okay. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's uh it's a prestige horror film about uh some really bad things that happened to this family and then at the end Ari Aster had a, a, a mini stroke and then the movie kind of um becomes uh something else entirely. Yeah. And I like both parts. Me too. I like Ari when the blood is flowing. I like Ari when it ain't flowing so well. It combines like the most horrific or perhaps I guess like close to the most horrific family horror you could have of just like how wrong can things go with the actual horror. And it's yes. terrifying. A lot of the horror is just even trying to imagine yourself in the shoes of some of these characters during this and being like, oh, no. Yeah, it's I can't think about this the worst feelings possible put into a movie. Yeah. And in, in doing so, it's very good. Yes, it's extremely good. Okay. It was not on my list. I'll really? Yes. Wow. Which I struggled with. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, Car, what else was on your list? We should probably uh, uh, maybe bust through these a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapid. Um, okay, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, okay. Have yeah. not seen. What is this one about? Uh, Adam Sandler plays a man who keeps betting it all. <laughs> it's extremely risky in okay. the Diamond District in New York City in near present day. Um, I think the reason why... Do I go into the reason why it's on here at all? Or no? That would be good, I guess. Yeah. I think, like, uh, though the Safties have made other movies and some of them are quite popular, this was, I think, by far the most popular. And I expect they will be... Um, they will be forces within the industry over at least like the next decade or so. Yeah. yeah. I think if there's any awareness of their other works, it's because of Uncut Gems coming out. Like not in total, but I think in the the public consciousness. Yeah. Plus it was just what a electric. It was an electric movie with an incredible cast of characters and i just it felt like one of those moments where a lot of people got really excited about something which is always fun i hate that um (laughs) (laughs) my next pick is black swan Hmm. which is kind of the same as hereditary maybe there's something wrong with me uh but just like tension the movie it's so primal i would say it's like primal 
Natalie Portman turns in a primal performance as Black Swan, a dancer yeah. in search of her destiny. Yeah. Another one not on my list, but Carly. that I deeply, deeply love. I know. I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, like Hereditary, I would never want to watch it again because it's just like this gut-wrenching... Um, even more than Hereditary, I think. I just had a really hard time watching it, and I think that's good. Yeah, I distinctly remember watching it with you and you saying immediately after it finished, I will never watch that again. <laughs> but I am glad I watched it for one time. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's really incredible. Yeah, okay. What's up next, Car? Uh, okay, so this is maybe the one that I... It's more of a personal uh, uh-huh. choice. Green Room. Okay. I... 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 I I picture Green Book in my head, but I'm putting that away. It's not no, Green Book. No, it's not Green it's Book. Green this podcast room. does not support Green Book. We have to. Not not both of us, no. Um, what is <laughs> okay. Green Room, Car? Green Room is um, about a, I guess, punk, a very, very small punk band who plays a show at... Uh, what they find out is a neo-Nazi bar and they, cool. things go horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> there is a trend um, through these movies we've picked so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Art and things going wrong. <laughs> this is another one similar to Uncut Gems where I just feel like this director is going to be making exciting things in the future. And again, I think Green Room uh, was... It's certainly not as big as Uncut Gems, but launched it him forward. Very nice. Who was it? It's something Saulnier. Saulnier? Oh, jeez. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Saulnier. Of maybe. course. Yeah. That means Jeremy of the Sun. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw out one car. Okay. Should I do a safe bet or a Tucker pick? Ooh. Go Tucker. Go all um, in. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Tell me about <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. Um, uh, kind of. Would Would you call it primal? I would almost call oh. it primal in its um, <laughs> veracity. Uh, okay. It is kind of the standard bearer for inventive sci-fi, like big budget sci-fi. I would say during this last decade. But like the fun action version of that. Yeah, totally. It's no Prometheus. It's more uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise fights crazy aliens over yes. and over and over and keeps dying and keeps coming back. It's like it's like uh, it kind of set the stage for Palm Springs, I would say. Uh, at tomorrow. <laughs> OK, sure. So in that way, I think it is canonical. So that's why I put it on the list. <laughs> Just because of the Palm Springs implications. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen okay. Palm Springs. I assume that Tom Cruise <laughs> fights aliens. Yes, I think that does happen. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Okay, four? <laughs> I guess so, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is going to be long. <laughs> okay, Lady Bird, which I think, like, just a huge personal fave of mine. And okay. then, like, gave us director Gerwig, which I am immensely, <laughs> immensely Gerwig. grateful for. Okay. It's like a primal coming of age story. <laughs> it is. It's the most um, impactful coming of age story personally I've ever Aww. seen. Yeah, it's very sweet. Really wonderful. 
I can't even think of what mine would be. God, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Something primal, probably. <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, car. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna throw a burning. Yeah. Okay. I like you keep just saying like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Burning, of <laughs> well, course. It's, it's just so interesting because so many of these were on like the. Um, just yes yes just <laughs> below the list that like i couldn't personally justify calling them canonical you know what i mean hmm. i think burning is for sure why do you say that it's just like i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it mm-hmm. um i guess i when you try to make me answer that question i guess i don't have an answer but to me it just seems like one of the best made movies of the last 10 years and i really yes. really liked it so it's like playing at both ends of that spectrum for me. Yeah. Like, I think there's like this artistic quality it has that a lot of people could appreciate on top of it just being like such a great experience watching it. I feel like it's one of those movies that people will continue to discover for a long time. Yeah. Because it didn't, it, it certainly was seen by, I think, a lot of people who like movies, but it, for example, it was not the uh, not in the foreign language Oscar noms like it didn't Ugh. it wasn't highly circulated. Um, but I think people one way or another will continue to find it. Like, I think, for example, with Stephen Young becoming more and more famous, yeah. people will dig into other cool stuff he's done. I love The Walking Dead. Hmm. Let me go on <laughs> IMDb. Hmm. <laughs> Burning. Yeah. OK. Trump's in it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, Trump isn't it? This that is helps great. the canonical case. <laughs> That's gonna help some of my other picks then. Oh, um, no. Carl, what else we got? Uh, okay, here's the heavy hitter: social network. The social network. I could, I didn't even picture that, and it's so obvious that it, it's just so obvious. It's so primal that you would pick that ob- <laughs> ob- option. This is really like the when all of the. Um, Top movies of the decades list were coming out. You were just like last December. Like, ooh, this was, it's this and another one that would send my list that it's just, it's clear. Like, we're not choosing a winner here, but I would fight pretty hard for it. Okay. Um, Plus, it's a personal fave. I love this movie so much. When's the last time you watched it? A long time, and I always think about doing it, and it's like, Scary. It's not because it like makes me emotional, but it's just like I love it so much that like I don't know. It, it, I, it's such an investment to watch it again. It feels like I would have a hard time if I feel like there was a period of your life where you were so keyed into that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a movie like that, I would have a hard time going back to it. I think later yeah. on in life and being like, oh, I'm just revisiting this period in my life more than anything. Yeah, it would feel so much like late high school, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. How about you? Um, okay, I'll throw one out from that time period for me, which is okay. Holy Motors. Oh, okay. I haven't seen. Um, so tell, actually tell me more. <laughs> I've only seen it the once, but it left a huge impression on me at the time. Okay. Um, I think if you want to put this in like a historical or cultural context, this was early on in Netflix kind of serving up video on demand. Mm. And I think it's really interesting that this movie, this like French art 
movie that I never would have seen otherwise. I've seen because it was just on Netflix streaming yeah. in 2012 or something. Um, it's this super creative. Uh, it's following this guy who inhabits different roles. He's basically an actor, but in kind of a non-fictionalized sense or people pay him to inhabit roles. Hmm. If that makes any sense, it's kind of hard to describe, but like he gets paid to go to this hotel and break up with this woman as her uh, husband or boyfriend or what. Oh, it's been a decade since I've seen it. Um, it is, it's one of those movies where it kind of feels like an anthology because it's every scene is kind of like a different style and it's just like this, oh, that's this cool. trip that you go on. There's like this crazy part where he goes to this 3d effects studio and basically like pantomimes he puts on like the motion capture suit he pantomimes like sex as this like snake demon and then it's just like showing that happen for like 10 minutes it's not uh it's not like a popcorn flick but okay it's really interesting interesting yeah it's been that's a like on the watch list sort of thing for quite a while sure and people talk about it a lot. It's one yeah. of those that's just like in the consciousness. Canonical even, I would say. <laughs> Car, what's up? Well, next up we got another heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Parasite. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know how you feel about this movie, but I join the many who find it uh, wonderful. I th- It's a really wonderful movie and as i mentioned before is like uh one of the few times that like uh the best kid won or a great kid won um kid died (sighs) the opposite okay um and i think it's cool that like so 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 many people saw that movie both leading up to the oscars and following it that like even though bong joon ho is certainly a well-known director to many people i think that only increased it and he's so creative and tries so many different things that it it makes me happy to think about uh more people in America watching his movies. Sure. I I don't hate Parasite. I just it's fine. It's like a fine movie. I just don't get why it's like so celebrated, I guess. I think it's like a very very good movie. Like I it's one of those where like it it I get like jazzed thinking about Ooh. it as a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, where it's just so impressive and such like a it feels like a masterpiece to me until it falls off a little bit for me at the end. But um, yeah, so much of it just feels like a director doing exactly what he was meant to do. Rip off Hitchcock. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of bad directors, car. Oh God. Her smell. Oh, we love her smell. We do love her smell. Don't love the guy who made it necessarily. I've learned, but that makes it sound like he did something bad. He didn't do. He did. Bad. He made Queen of Earth, which is okay. a movie. Um, but her smell is a much better movie. About mm-hmm. not Courtney Love mm-hmm. and not Hole. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just think um, this decade 
with all this access to films on uh, VOD services, I think you get a lot of these kind of artsy, um, what would normally be very limited movie releases coming out and someone like me can end up watching her smell. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. It is really cool. Because otherwise... Do you feel like you'll watch Her Smell again at any point? I I really don't re-watch movies very often. So, yes. Okay. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe. Um, It's just there's so many other movies to watch. I have a hard time sitting down and being like, well, I I like this movie. Let's do it again. Like, that doesn't really go through my brain, so. Yeah. But it's still canonical as heck. Okay. Her Small. Okay, car, home stretch, and then we do the part that takes even longer, and then we'll be done. <laughs> okay. Um, cabin in the Woods. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We support Joss Whedon here. We're Whedon heads. It, I... It's so interesting because I get so annoyed at this movie because <laughs> I want to be scared. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not scary at all, which mm-hmm. is a bummer. But... Everything else about it is incredible. It is so fun. It's it it like so lovingly breaks apart a genre that I also love. Like it doesn't feel like it's like oh this is all stupid. It feels like um let's find a way to use everything about horror movies and make it like a mind-bending uh fun flick. And it just, it's bonkers. It's off the wall. It's so incredibly fun. Uh, and I'm glad that it seems like people haven't tried to do that again. Yeah. Like, it feels very singular in a wonderful way. Okay. I was going to ask you, do you think horror as a genre has been, is there a before Cabin in the Woods and an after Cabin in the Woods going on or no? I don't think so, which is weird because it feels like there should be. But yeah. it feel, I think this maybe happened at the same time that Prestige Horror was starting or at least oh, starting gosh. to take like a, a mainstream foothold. So <laughs> the kid did die. We had sad <laughs> no, grief movies. No, I would movies. much rather have sad grief movies than like some idiot's interpretation of Kevin in the Woods. That's a nice thing to say about Joss Whedon. Um, I haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. I would like to, though. I think you would like it. It is yeah. it is a really fun time. I kind of know the twist, or I've seen the thing that happens at the end. But uh, what can you do? Let's see. I think, party. like, unless you're some lucky person who saw this. I, I picture this opening at South by Southwest. Like, oh, unless South you're... By. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're seeing like the world premiere of this movie, I think yeah. everyone kind of knows what's going on going into it. Okay. But it still succeeds, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, Cara, I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you. The rest of my picks probably don't belong on this list, but uh, <laughs> oh, God. do you just want me to go through them real quick and then we can sure, okay. get the rest of yours? Yeah. Uh Pacific Rim. Sure. Okay. Uh Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. The Adventures of Tin Tin. Mm-hmm. Do I still have you? Uh, <laughs> the Big Short. <laughs> yeah. And Fast Five. Okay. That's the fifth Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell from the, <laughs> the five part. <laughs> they got rid of Furious. They're no longer Furious. 
And there are five of them, I assume. I have to call you out a little bit here. Huh. There's one. Uh-oh. The next one on my list should be on Uh-oh. your list. Uh-oh. Mad Max, brother. See, I don't. I like Mad Max a lot, but I, I don't have this like burning passion for it. But if we're talking about canonical, that is. That's it. That's like, <sighs> I can't imagine. I The only other one that. I think really rings true. I would say if I had to objectively. I want to put Mad Max on here. Continue. Uh, objectively look at the past 10 years. It would be something with like Mad Max, Social Network, and maybe one more. As objectively good movies? Objectively canon of that decade. Okay, that's a very Carly trio. I want to know what this third movie is. What is it, Car? Well, is it Lady so, Bird? no, Get Out, I think, is needs to be on the list. <sighs> okay. Okay, God, the size. It's Whoa. the size. <laughs> hmm. You're definitely hitting the, like, societal Yeah, that's canon. I know, but I think there's the last three or four years have just had a lot of, like, cr- critically acclaimed big movies that I just thought were not special. I, I mean, I think Get Out is extremely special. Like, I there's nothing that I put on this list that I don't really love. Um, so, yeah, Get Out was huge with, I don't know, again, people who like movies and I think also people who don't even like movies that much. Um, and, again, gave us Jordan Peele as a director and I think is just, like, masterful. And... Um, I don't know, kick something off. Like, I kicked off some sort of cultural movement. Did it? Yeah, 100%. What What was the result? Was the result Us? Because Us was a better movie. No, that's an insane, insane, insane take. Oh, my God. <laughs> it had Tim Heidecker. Yeah, I did love that part. Okay. Um, and yeah. girl, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, it's true. To name a few. Okay, yeah. A few primal actors of our generation. Um, um, hmm. Yeah, horror movies. I get a car. Uh. Okay, well, do you want the last one? Yes, please. Inception. Okay. I like Inception a lot. And... It's not the, interstellar, car. You don't have to apologize, you know. and It's not interstellar. I mean, yeah, you kind of do. It's not... It's, it's not, not interstellar. <laughs> I like interstellar, too. Uh... <laughs> It, as far as like becoming, people just like use Inception as a word. Like it's so, it's yeah. so, and like invented new movie trailers, I guess. And is that MU hyphen movie trailers? Because <laughs> it sure did, Car. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I don't know. It's what an incredibly like enormous. Uh, moment it you're absolutely right car but it it shocks me that inception still has the clout that it does because it just feels like if you look at that movie more than out of the corner of your eye it's just like disintegrates like it's just like like i get it it's a cool movie cool stuff happens in it i think we're currently seeing that disintegrate i think with tenant people are Um, wait a second 
Wait a second. I mean, yeah. And really, like, I think that's what's happening. (laughs) And I think that's fair. Like, I, but I also think anyone who watched it more than once before this and wasn't like, well, nothing really makes sense here. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yes, of course, nothing makes sense. Like, I, that's, that should be clear. Yeah. 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 I w- I don't want to canonize Christopher Nolan, I guess, is my my point or something. But I think he is. Like we can't stop the fact that Inception was extremely popular. Yeah, and so was every other movie he's made since Insomnia. Yeah. Oh god, Insomnia. <laughs> I was thinking about Insomnia today. Do you think yeah. was he just like because it's based on a different movie, but it was, was he just like, I want to make this movie, but with Al Pacino. I want to hang out with Al Pacino. And then they got like really tired Al Pacino who didn't really know what was happening. I don't know what's going on with Christopher Nolan or is what has ever been. There's a thread. Yes. He is British. Yes. Yes. You don't sound sure. I think he's like uh, an Andrew Garfield situation, maybe like <laughs> British American. Oh, that poor man. Okay, sure. Yeah, I don't know anything about Christopher Nolan, but he sure likes to make movies about wives or whatever. Yeah, I think my favorite like Christopher Nolan canon piece of Christopher Nolan canon is the like he's each of his main characters are him thing. Okay. And (laughs) killing his wife. It's it's like so obvious. Uh, I don't know. I want like I wish I could zoom forward 20 years and like know what the body of work is and then read oh a biography of him. Yeah. Explaining how this. this all went wrong. Yes. Explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. all these aspects of his movies. Yes, exactly. Because there's something about I mean, there's a lot of things about the movies he makes and the way that he is that is wildly unsettling like really because you think of him as a person you mean like that a person made this that's unsettling yes and like his general persona see i don't know i don't even really know what he looks like to be honest he looks like leonardo dicaprio in inception kind of that sucks yeah (laughs) i can picture it yeah sure sometimes he's wearing the ring sometimes he's not and you got to pay attention (laughs) okay Speaking of which, Car, is it crazy or is it not crazy that Leo had a period where he made like two movies where his kids died or something and he keeps seeing them? What was the other one? Uh, Shutter Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Shutter Island, the kid stuff, and Inception, the kid stuff mixed up in my brain because it's so similar. Oh, to weird. Me. Yeah, and there is some similarity, even just the way that some of that looks where it's like the yeah. ideal like, summer day yep, sort yep, of thing. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yep. Car, I don't want to whittle this list down. Can we just read this list and uh, move on with our lives? Sure. Can you? Oh, you don't have it in front of you. Moonlight. If I miss one that you said um, I tried, uh, you can refresh us at the end. Moonlight, okay. Hereditary, Uncut Gems, Black Swan, Green Room. Green Room really kind of sticks out there and I like it. It sticks <laughs> out in a good way. Edge of Tomorrow, Lady Bird, Burning, Social Network. Holy Motors, Parasite, Her Smell, Cabin in the Woods, Mad Max, Get Out, Inception. Anything else, Car, that you'd like to add? No. Okay. I said, uh, I promised that uh, if Sean and Michael, friends of the podcast, sent in their lists, I would read them. I will do so now. Are you ready for Michael's canonical list? 
Yes. Uncut Gems. The Tale of Princess Kaguya. Of course. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mad Max Fury Road. Hereditary. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Okay, okay. Moonlight, <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was on my extended list. Your long list. Yeah. Um, Parasite. Mm-hmm. Roma. Mm-hmm. And Whiplash. Oh, I like the Whiplash edition. I haven't seen Whiplash. Here's Sean's list. Okay. True Grit. Mm-hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel. True. I like. I I believe that it was in the last decade, but True Grit feels like twenty years ago. It sure does, Car. Yeah. It sure does. I remember those Oscars. <laughs> Like it was yes, 20 years exactly. ago. Yeah. And everyone was losing their minds about Haley Steinfeld or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, keep going. If Beale Street Could Talk, mm. Phantom Thread, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Shoplifters, mm. The Wind Rises, Parasite, mm-hmm. Little Women, mm-hmm. and Meek's Cutoff. Oh, what fun! A Kelly Reichardt on there. It's um, wonderful. I, he did. He has some honorable mentions. Car, okay. <sighs> please don't vacate your seat yet. Um, <laughs> Handmaiden, certain ah. women, mm-hmm. love and friendship. Hail Caesar. Faces places, and call me by your name. Wonderful! Aww. So much Kelly Reichardt love. That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. I assume that's a person. Car, let's move on to the... <laughs> that's first cow lady. Oh, sure, fine. Um, movies, Car. We <laughs> love them. We live with them. They're primal. They're great. They're enjoyment on the screen. Mulan, $30, but soon it'll be free. <laughs> $30. What is the most you'd pay to see a movie? Any movie? Any movie, and it is under whatever ideal circumstances you want to justify whatever price you will pay to watch it. Oh my God, so much money. Okay, moving on. Let's not have this conversation. <laughs> I can't even imagine an incredible <laughs> amount of money. $4,000, five, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, something like that in my ideal scenario. What is your ideal yeah. scenario? It's still just going to be a movie. It's not like it's uh, going to, you're not going to be in it. But I would have like the director and cast there. That seems really like nerve wracking to me. I would want just, it like, to be. You? No, I would want it to be a premiere <laughs> with what? <laughs> I picture you and it's a comedy and the director, whenever something funny happens, like turns to you and looks at you and waits for you to laugh, dude. It's American Pickle, actually. <laughs> Seth Rogen is on both sides of you and he looks at you whenever it's funny. <laughs> that sounds great. I would pay some money for that. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say about this dream? No, I. we don't need to go into okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, car Ocean's 8 then, I guess. Okay, yeah. We're at the end. We did it. We, we sure did, car. Yeah. We watched these you four watched movies. You watched half... 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 Yeah. You watched half of more of an ocean than I did. I sure did. But yeah. uh, I think we can all agree uh, that it, it, the, f- the first one, <laughs> the first one's the best, huh? 11, George Clooney. 
11 oh oh yeah 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 Yeah. okay no sorry my mind just broke because i was trying to catch up if you were talking about the old oceans no 12 is the best one 12 is your favorite 12 is the best and my favorite okay fair enough yeah um i could see 12 being my favorite on a good day but i don't think it's the best one Okay. I think there's a lot of issues with 12 that give it its own a charm. lot of issues with all of them. 11 doesn't really have any. Well, it has Don Cheadle. In <laughs> so 13 definitely had issues. Yes, 13 uh, had issues. I think Ocean's 8 has issues, Carl. Let's talk about it. I think so, too, but I really liked it. Okay. Is this a girl's trip situation? What does that mean? It means I don't understand the appeal of this movie at all. Sort of. I mean, did you enjoy it at all? No. Really? It, it It's a complete failure as a heist movie, I think. No. Do, am I just jumping into my, my prepared diatribe? On this? I guess so, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like they don't understand what is fun about heist movies or something. Um, let me walk you through something that happens in this movie, Car. Okay. Helena Bonham Carter, right? I think Helena may Hel. Hmm. Not sure. Anyway, she. I'm just asking. She is in this movie, right? I'm thinking of yes. the right actress. Okay, she has glasses on that mm-hmm. capture. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. She looks at this necklace they're trying to steal, and it like maps it for them, mm-hmm. so that they can create a copy. Right? They can 3D print it. Yes, this is a yeah. fun thing that may have been in one of the previous movies in a different mm-hmm. life. Um, but she runs into an issue car. Mm-hmm. The issue is that they're like five feet underground in this vault. Yeah. So she's losing Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. And in a normal heist movie, they would come up with some fun way to get around this. And in this movie, she says, can we go upstairs? And then they go upstairs and then the problem is solved. And yeah. that keeps happening throughout this movie where a problem arises and then they solve it in the most easy and boring way possible. And so that the movie can continue. I don't know. Like, I don't need. That's not a this... fun heist. That's just watching I... people steal something. Still a fun heist. To... I think to me, a fun heist just needs to have a lot of different pre-planned elements. That's what I need from a heist in order for it to be fun. There's a lot less of that in this movie than the previous movies. A lot less. Maybe. Is there? That we see? Let me throw another example at you, Car. Um, Okay. uh, Anne Hathaway's wearing the necklace, right? Yeah. But you need a magnet, a special magnet, to remove the necklace. Yeah. So how do they solve this problem? Rihanna calls her sister and then her sister brings them a magnet. Yeah, I just it's don't just get it. Like, that feels it's... like exactly what would have happened in any of the other Oceans movies. No, something would have gone wrong. They would have had to figure something out. But I don't think that actually happens, does it? This is revisionist history happening right here. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't. Nothing actually ever goes wrong in any of these movies. Hmm? <laughs> what? It doesn't. Through sheer Sometimes force it of seems will like do. it does. 
Julia Roberts is playing Julia Roberts and then Bruce Willis is there. Uh oh, alarm bells, alarm bells. Yeah, but Fun it's scene not, happens. There's never actually anything going wrong. It might seem like there's something going wrong, but there's not. Remember when they had the giant drill that was going to make an earthquake and then it accidentally also made an actual earthquake? <laughs> okay. Remember when freaking Casey Affleck decided to just start a union down in Mexico? <laughs> I still don't know yeah. if that was re related to the... I don't know. It's yeah. the dice. The dice, right. Um, yeah. I just... I just... I can't. It just doesn't... And I'm just getting all this out of the way so that, <laughs> you know, um, you could not introduce a character... I hated Sandra Bullock's character at the beginning of this movie because they introduce her doing like petty theft from a like makeup store and probably getting someone fired. And it's supposed to be like charming. Like, oh, she's just like George Clooney. She steals from people. But she does it in like the most trashy, mean spirited way possible. And that's like her character introduction. And at that point, I was just like, I'm not going to like this movie at all. My jaw just dropped because I have the exact opposite opinion. She's like a... Okay, I work in retail. I yeah. don't appreciate people being dicks and then stealing from stores. Like, that's not... It's not fun George Clooney suave stealing stuff. It's like, I'm... You know, I stole from the Walmart. Like, she's just but a shoplifter. It's not the Walmart. No, it's a... No, it's at a high-end makeup store. Yeah. But she's still just shoplifting. Yeah, this feels like such a small like it's her character introduction. Yes, but they're all thieves. I don't get being specifically upset about. There's no that. scene in Ocean's Eleven where George Clooney walks into a gas station and steals a stick of gum because he can. He's going to he goes to a jeweler's to later attempt to steal it he can't because then that guy shows up but True. i assume Something he also wrong. commits theft yes in a smaller capacity i just not a fan of that at all and it's like i get that in oceans 11 or whatever half the cast had basically no reason to be there or anything but this is a smaller cast and i feel like a greater percentage of people have no reason to be there it's like i'm aquafina and i can play three card Monty. So I'm the person who puts the magnet in the magnet thing. Like it just doesn't, there's no like one to one to one through line on any of this stuff. It's just like, we needed Aquafina in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And hmm. you? I liked it a lot. Okay. What did you like about <laughs> it? <laughs> um, I, I mean, like it's so, there's so much, uh, like it's all such a rich text. Uh, this movie and everything Primal. around it. Okay. Like I, I could, the number of hours I've thought about, like all of the stuff around these types of movies, which is like the gender flip movies. Okay, your Ghostbusters, like, if you will. Yeah, the Ghostbusters, this, um, others, I don't know. Like, Booksmart. It, it, yeah, Booksmart. <laughs> I was kidding, but yeah. I mean, yeah. it's true. Like, yeah. and that's kind of one of my thoughts on it. But it's just like, it, there's, it's so, 
I don't think people realize like the state of the industry when they're talking Uh-oh. about things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think there's the one perspective on these types of things where it's like, uh, why do we need to remake something? Why can't they just make something new? I'm sure all of the people involved in this also feel that way, but it's it's not happening. <laughs> like, yeah. and I also think like if it's fun and good and people like it, I like why not? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I think I don't know. Everything like in my life leading up to me seeing this made me mm-hmm. think that this was going to was going to be bad. Yeah. Um, and that it's like a terrible thing that it exists. Um, and then I had a really nice time and it's like befuddling to me. Like, I of course, in the same way that with any movie, like your mileage may vary and like everyone is allowed to like or dislike things. But I like, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it just, it, I, it's so hard. Like it was a nice time that felt like they actually really tried to make it for the gals or people who enjoy these types of things. Like, I'm so glad that they did it at the Met Gala and yeah. they Gala. had fun. Yes, Gala. And they had wonderful costumes. Yeah. And they had the people in the movie that I want to be in the movie. Sure. James Corden. And like, oh, except for that. <laughs> I have two major, major complaints. One of them is James Corden. I was so pissed off to see this him enter this and mug showing up at the end of this movie. I am so upset about that. <laughs> it sucks. I, I, oh God. Anyways, um, and like, and I'd heard the criticism before of like, uh, nothing really goes wrong. And like, so I went into being like on edge for that, but I just didn't want that or need that. Like it just, I was watching these characters who I liked have a nice time and things went well. Sure. And they got money at the end and it was just like, yeah, this they is sure nice. Did. I don't know. And I loved, loved Sandra Bullock's character. Like I think I... I think there's a lot of ways where the uh, sister of Danny Ocean stuff goes wrong. Yeah. But I really liked it. And I think they intentionally leave it open so that maybe there's a future where there's a (gasps) sibling movie. I kind of love it. I think it'd be fun because I think I think this is one of my favorite Sandra Bullock performances I've seen. I think her as like Rye over it just toned down is so much better than like blindside or gravity. Oh, or sure. I mean, <laughs> pick your crew here. <laughs> I, I really love her performance in this. And like, yeah, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but it's like a six or seven out of 10 had a really nice time sort of thing, you know? I guess that okay. So the other thing I really hated was the ending. I hated the like we need to see where they all are yeah. now thing. Yeah. That really sucked. And the editing throughout is not. They're like going okay, for Soderbergh. That I didn't get. I don't know. It's pretty rough. Like, what's wrong with it? It's just like 
It's like they're trying to edit it like the other Oceans movies, but on like okay. none of the budget or something. <laughs> okay. It just doesn't like it's fine. It's yeah. just it's like the f- screen flips around, but it doesn't really have any charm to it. It's just like an okay. iMovie transition or something. I yeah. It, it didn't. That wasn't the part that I didn't like about the movie, I guess. But yeah, I did notice that it was kind of chintzy. It was it was interesting because it doesn't have that same visual style that I love it from sure the Soderbergh ones. But I also can't picture it like that. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't know that I want the version with Soderbergh directing, even though it might end up being a better movie. Yeah, no, I yeah, I don't think Soderbergh is the only person who can make a heist movie. Uh, but even like specifically in Oceans, like yeah. I, I think it, this kind of had to have like a cooler palette and like. I don't I think if it had been as like jumpy and honestly like fun in its. In the way it looked, I just don't think it works with the type of movie that this is probably be. Because it's a little bit calmer and there's not like things popping off all the time. Yeah. 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 It kind of felt like if there was a TV show on Hulu about oceans or something like we made a sequel and it's a TV show. Yes. This could have been like a six part miniseries. Yes. Yeah. It honestly feels like that. (laughs) Which is not a knock against it at all. It just didn't feel like big blockbuster action or anything. So. Yeah. And it wasn't like it. Yeah, it just and it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I feel which is I think where like people get so worked up about it is like it it straddles the line of being its own property while also having to constantly tie itself to Yeah. Oceans as a franchise. Yeah, I didn't need uh Ruben showing up or uh other man. Acrobat. Yes. I'm I kind of liked the acrobat drop. I think that was fun. Like I, was the Ruben one, maybe because it was so early on, and we were yeah. already at Danny Ocean's supposed yeah grave. So it I was like, yeah, yeah. I did like the acrobat action. That was fun. Yeah, that was also probably the most similar to the old movies part of this whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not like the worst movie I've ever seen or anything. I just didn't get much out of it. I guess. Yeah. What did you think about the half? She was fine. She was not as bad as I expected. I have this irrational fear of Anne Hathaway's <laughs> acting. Um, I wish you had just said fear of Anne Hathaway. Of Anne Hathaway, yeah. <laughs> I closed my, my mirror in my bathroom and she's right behind me. Um, no, she was actually probably one of the more uh, enjoyable characters, I thought. Yeah, I think she did a really good job in this. And yeah. and like I think that is a fun um uh like ongoing the theme oh. from the Oceans uh franchise where like another it's not Anne Hathaway playing Anne Hathaway, but it's Anne Hathaway playing her person who who she could be. Yeah. Like she's not the ditzy sort of thing, but yeah, there's some <laughs> Her life. You're watching a version of her play out, which (laughs) is interesting. Yeah, it's very knowing. It's very wink and nod and halfway going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people like uh, who is Sandra Bullock's kind of Brad Pitt. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I saw a lot of praise for her. I thought she was fine. I don't know. 
Yeah, she, I, like, she didn't shine to me. I think a lot yeah. of people, like, I, they do this thing that, like, I oh. always don't know how, <laughs> like, yeah, oh. I find some of this difficult where, like, a lot of media, like, will throw just enough of yeah, a yep, question yep, about, like, yep, are these yep, two women dating yep, 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 or have yep, they dated? Yep. Letterboxd is ruining. <laughs> well, no, because me, like, movies and shows are doing this. Like, they, everyone knows that, like, Kate Blanchett is, like, a queer icon in a lot of ways. Sure. And they give just enough of the plot or just enough hints where like you let that play out in your mind and it's like it's fun but then it's also like if you're gonna do it do it like don't just like dangle something in front of people she's wearing pants right and like yeah there's like little hints that maybe sandy and kate had a a tryst a tryst in the past and and like it would just be so much cooler if they were just like yeah they were a couple or are a couple they don't need to make it a maybe every (laughs) single time (laughs) the clue the riddle that you have to figure out yeah and that's just like everywhere and it gets annoying i i just think letterbox wants to put every i i don't know if letterbox is crazy but (laughs) 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 moving on um Kara, what else have you been watching? I really have not done much extracurricular stuff, so if you have anything Oh wrong, my gosh. I can talk about Cypher quick. Okay, sure. Uh, so I looked at the letterbox for this, so yes. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, I found it on a list of the most uh, like controversial films, or like the variance in rating was the highest. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Cypher's incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's an OVA, which means original video animation, which is like, um, it's not like a, it's an anime. It's a format of anime where it's not as long as a movie, but it's usually longer than like an episode of a TV show would be. It's like a 40 to 50 minute thing. Oh, nice. That they kind of do where it's just like this little one-off thing. It's just, they do tons of them. It's just like a, a thing. Um, but they like ran out of budget, I assume, or something <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> so what this is, it's the book it's based on, I guess, is about these two brothers. I, I don't even know. But <laughs> So what most of this movie is, is it's like really, really accurate covers of 80s songs. Let's hear it for the boy plays <laughs> over like the main intro of this. And then... It it goes into like this 10 minute section where it's like they're shooting a movie about this brother playing a football player in the movie. Like they're making a documentary about him making a movie about him where he Uh. is playing football. But it's all um, it's like Japanese people speaking English in a really uncanny way, if that Hmm. makes sense. Like they're reading it phonetically or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I love to play football. Yeah. Mm, Okay. And what about you, the director? Yes. When I saw him, he loved to play football. And it's got like the Japanese subtitles so they can understand whatever's happening. And then it turns into the other brother walking around New York City at night while it's raining and 80s music is playing. And then it's over. No. Right before it's over, the brother comes home and he wakes up the other brother. And the brother (laughs) in bed says, yeah. And then the older brother says, yeah 
and then they kiss on the mouth. <laughs> okay. And then he says, would you like some yogurt? Yes. With peanuts. Ha ha ha. And then they laugh and then it's over. And it, it was so incredible to me because it, it actually has this really nice mood, you know? Okay. Because there's like this huge amount of reverence for like late 80s New York and they keep showing the the uh, World Trade Center and everything. Um, okay. And then it, after the the film is done, there's like this footage they shot, like this Japanese animation crew came to New York. So it's got this like really cool amount of like just man on the street footage of New York in like 89, which is like fascinating. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like this terrible, <sighs> nonsensical movie, but as like this window into the super specific art process that was happening, it's like, huh. it was so fun to watch. And I was like blown away that anyone would be like, this is one star. Like, obviously it's terrible, but you're not watching it to be like moved by the story of it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. So, okay. uh, but I so watched more a, than one star in your book. Absolutely. I don't use stars, obviously. Um, yes, yes. I watched a laser disc rip on YouTube, which was also really fun. <laughs> oh, interesting. Have you ever looked into the laser disc car? No. Such a cool thing. When was so that? Cool. It was the 80s up until Star Wars Episode One. Star Wars Episode One did get a laser disc release. Interesting. Um, so it's like movies. Well, obviously it's movies on laser discs, but they're the size of LPs. So your movie collection oh, would be like your record collection, basically. That's fun and nice to me. Yeah, because you get like the big art, and it's like cool laser disc art for your movie. Like that's fun. Yeah, like I have Twister on laser disc, and then you just get like this big splash of Twister on your shelf or something. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So there's definitely a corner of the world that is way into collecting those still. But yes, not me. <laughs> OK, maybe in a few years. No. Um, <laughs> OK, Cara, now you. OK, I'll talk about Kramer versus Kramer. Please. Have you seen? I have not seen. I highly recommend. OK. I think like uh, to me, the most re recent reason to think about this was marriage story yeah. um which i think was like commonly referred to as the modern the modern like, kramer versus kramer i mean yeah kind of right um but this is the 19 i want to say 73 um 79 um movie with dustin hoffman and meryl streep and oh. There are some narratively similar notes, probably just because that's how divorce goes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, There's a fight at some point. I've heard. <laughs> but I guess more specific than that, where Meryl Streep um, feels like she has never been able to be her own human being. Yeah. Um, and she leaves and I believe goes to California from New York. So, yeah, pretty similar to marriage story there. Huh. Um, and then it's so much of the movie is just Dustin Hoffman and this little boy. And it's like Dustin Hoffman for the first time, like learning about his kid. Yeah. Like there's a moment very early on when he's taking the kid to school and he's dropping the kid off and he's like, what grade are you in? Like he just, he, he doesn't oh. know his little boy at all, but like, so it's him learning to be a father in a direct way. While also like really having to balance it's fascinating. He's having to learn to balance his career for the first time ever and things go wrong. Um, 
And then, obviously, <clears throat> uh, Meryl Streep comes back and wants custody, Ugh, which is where you get typical. the Kramer versus... <laughs> yeah, that's where you get Kramer versus Kramer. But it is, like, so just pure and lovely. Like, it, I liked Marriage Story yeah. fine. Like, yeah. it was a good movie. This is like the toned down human version of it, which is like <laughs> he doesn't punch the wall and scream and then correct. There okay. is no like furious screaming matches, even though like there totally could be. Yeah, but this is just like two people who care about each other so much and care about their kids so much. And are, like, very level-headed and lovely. <laughs> and then I think, like, my favorite component of it is um, he becomes really wonderful friends with Meryl Streep's, like, seemingly best friend. And it's just a beautiful portrait of, like, uh, Dustin Hoffman and this woman who was also recently divorced, like, just kind of supporting each other through their respective broken relationships. It's... I can't recommend it enough. It was just like a really, really, really nice watch. Um, and cool to understand, like, I guess where Noah Baumbach was coming from with a lot of Marriage Story. Yeah. Yeah. Did people think Marriage Story was like too much? I, I feel like I kind of, I mean, it's just so, it makes sense because these characters are artists, but yeah. it's so like these people are artists and they're therefore like over the top and yeah yeah okay I, I guess it never really hit me that way but like i don't know if their emotions are necessarily over the top but the way that they speak is so not like how people talk like the line that i think yeah. of all the time is the you shouldn't be mad that i slept with her you should be mad that i had a laugh with her no one says had a laugh like okay that's sure not, okay yeah. i can see where you're coming from kind of. <laughs> You're winning me over with this argument. Okay. It feels very written, which yeah. again makes sense because Adam Driver is a what play director? I don't know. It's like a yeah, playwright, play director, or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Marriage story, sure. Everyone's <laughs> Anyways, favorite movie. I, I do yeah. recommend Kramer versus Kramer. Also cool, like I feel like I haven't seen that many young street movies, and it was cool to experience one of those. One of those hula? What? Young Streep. Early Street. Oh, Young Streep. Okay, I thought you said Young Street, and I thought that was the director or something. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, yeah, I have. I haven't seen hardly any Streep, young or old, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Mamma Mia, notwithstanding. Sure. I haven't seen Mamma Mia. I was just kidding. Well, I can't think of a single Meryl Streep movie I've seen. Uh oh. There must uh -oh. be. I'm trying to think of the. Have you seen Devil Wears Prada? Nope. <gasps> We might um, have to do that at some point. Anne Hathaway car. I know. You know how I feel about it. It'd be this. a good challenge. You'd be so afraid. It's a horror movie. <laughs> it is really wonderful. That's just so movie. challenged. <laughs> <laughs> just like sitting there rocking while I'm watching it. Ooh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Speaking of which car, mm -hmm. should we talk about Winter's Tale? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, excuse hmm. a click. I have to turn on my lamp. To really excuse click. <laughs> okay. Um, Winter's Tale is this primal, beautiful story oh. about. Um, I'm going to tell you what I think the plot of Winter's Tale is. And if you think okay. anything is wrong, buzz in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Colin Farrell's parents 
Okay. <laughs> Already, I'm picturing one of the. Yeah, okay. We're coming to America. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But they okay. can't get in because one of them is sick or something. Is that right? I think she has consumption. Consumption, yes. Consumption. Yeah, which so, is a theme. But they really want their kid to go to America. Their baby. Their baby. So they put the baby in the little boat. Okay, we need to stop here. Well, okay. Um, they put a baby in a toy boat. Yes. And they lower it from yes. a large boat. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> Which um, in any world would be murder. It would be infanticide, but no, the baby makes it to land. Uh, so the baby, Colin Farrell, ends up in America. <laughs> And then something happens and he's older. I don't know. Do they expect... Because they do like these weird time jumps. Yeah. So I didn't know what was happening in the beginning And there's of the two different haircuts, but three different time periods. <laughs> uh, yes. Colin Farrell. I can't go through this whole movie. But the point is no. that love is everlasting. Um, miracles. Miracles. Everybody has a miracle inside them and they can spend it. Yeah. Not your miracle. Hers. I uh, I kind of like this movie. Horse. <laughs> he has a horse with wings. Um, I kind of like this movie. Car thoughts? I yeah. Uh, um, about you liking it or my own either thoughts? one. Okay, I suspected after watching it that you might have a soft spot in your heart for it. Um, it it, it was the type of it. huh? It goes for it. Yeah, which simultaneously I think if it didn't have the budget it had and the cast that it had I'd be more okay with that really? but it really feels like a waste yeah like no it, it, it feels like they did not utilize any of their budget or cast in this movie it just and that's upsetting to me yeah, like yeah. they had a really good shot plus I guess like the book that this was based on is like super beloved yeah. like it yeah so it didn't have to be like this. No. <laughs> it no. could have been okay. It barely functions. It, it doesn't seem like they tried. Like it Oh, I think they did. I just I don't... think the actors tried. I just don't get how like, okay, like if everything falls apart immediately, like the baby boat is baby the first boat. sign that no, we're not we're not trying to make something that works. We're just gonna do it. It's a whatever. dream. It's dream logic. <laughs> oh god. Um I think there's something beautiful about Colin Farrell and his terrible haircut fighting Russell Crowe as a <laughs> demon and then getting away on his flying white horse named yeah. Horse. I was thinking about this and I really think if I had to ch if I could choose to get rid of one Don't get rid actor, of Russell Crowe. Don't get rid yeah. of him. If if I can like not including any actual like moral wrongdoings, even though it turns out Russell Crowe has some of those. It's um, not really how murder works, Car. <laughs> what? Where are you going with this? You're trying no, to. No, I'm just Russell saying. Crow. Like I'm not. I I'm killing his acting career. I wish none of it what? existed, and I wish I could never see him ever again. Lay I his? hate him. I hate him so much. Really? He pisses me off. It sucks. I liked him in this movie. 
Oh, I like I, how he's never looking at anybody. He's always like, hey, hey, yeah, hey. which is why he does it. And I think like 80 percent of movies for no apparent reason. I well, don't know. It works here, car. OK, yeah. Um, so that was tough. Yeah. yeah. This was the most like brown movie I've ever seen. <laughs> people, Except for when it's blue. It's sometimes in blue. the future. Uh, yeah. People said this was a good looking movie. I don't see it, car. It looks like they spent money on how it looks, but I don't think it was well spent. No, it looks terrible. It looks like yeah. um, late period Harry Potter. I'll say it again. It looks like the sixth Harry Potter movie where everything has yeah. a weird tint to it and nothing feels real. It all just feels like it's like the green screen is like encroaching on everyone at all times. Yeah. Like they're trying to fight it back. This is a real set. Yeah. But then it's not. This is like a. a it's like you're purging yourself. I can hear it. I don't know. I just there's nothing that makes sense here. It I hate to say it, Car, but it's not it's not supposed to. It's doing the Wachowski thing where it's just getting over on basic human emotion, you know, hot wired in your brain. I don't think it's supposed to be oh, like Did you feel anything? Yeah. <laughs> in what parts? At the end. Oh, with the kid, the cancer kid. No, I don't the remember redhead? what it was exactly. Okay. Because yeah, the, the ending's terrible when he's like going through the graveyard and then he jumps on his horse and he flies away. <laughs> um, that part reminded me of Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Elf. I can see that being an Elf though. <laughs> That's crazy that you haven't seen Elf. Sorry. Um, no, there was something at the end that I thought was cute, but I don't. I guess I couldn't tell you. What it is. And the whole third act is so crazy that the movie ends. <laughs> and then there's like this whole other part where Jennifer Connelly is there. Yeah. They look at the microfiche. The, the fish. Yeah. The microfish. Um, it, I don't want to think about this movie because when you think about it, it gets worse immediately. Yeah. Like, like the little girl or not even the little girl, his girlfriend used the miracle inside her so that he just never ages and he lives forever so that he can do the same at some point or something and then he dies so that he can save the redhead yeah yeah that doesn't that's not like a universal message i feel like like I, it got, they kind of try to make it a universal message but it's such a specific way that plays out that i feel like it doesn't really like Colin no. can only make a difference if he lives to be 114 well, and also the they literally give you the moral of the story at the end via voiceover. Yes. And it says, like, the universe bends over backwards for each of us. And it's like, no, it doesn't. There are people who die every day of terrible things. <sighs> it's just not true. Who you invited Carly that. to this winner's tale screening? It's so crazy. Like Such a bummer. Every other kid with cancer would be in that position, would be gone. Okay. But because Colin Farrell okay. is there, it's just. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we should move on from Winter's Day. Thanks for watching it, Car. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I got to knock it off my watch list. Can I ask one question? Yeah. Why? Why do. Why? Why? Why do they kiss when she has tuberculosis i don't know anything about tuberculosis to be honest it's contagious for reals it's a kissing disease 
<laughs> kind of. You can yeah. get it from toilet seats. Um, I don't know, Car. He's not supposed to go in her tent. I know that. Yeah. Why is she melt everything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's great. I thought that was a really cool shot when she puts her hand on the mirror and it fogs up to let you know that her body is hot. Hmm. That's like a good um, way to display that in a filmic way. Screw you. I don't like that apparently the note that she received from the director seems to be smile in every single scene. She's just constantly <laughs> smiling. Oh, I thought that was real. You're saying she? it seems like she got a note? Yeah. Because I could believe if he was like, smile in every scene, and then he left it for her. Oh, no. Like, it really feels like she wasn't allowed to not smile in any of God. this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I did have one more thing. I'm sorry. There's just so much here. Um, I laughed really, really hard when <laughs> the ice cracks and all of the cars fall into the ice and they're all just scrambling. I don't remember this. <laughs> At what the happens? end when there's the big fight, the horse goes up into the sky and then it comes down. Oh. And by coming down so hard, the ice cracks. And then all of the bad guys, their little cars go into the ice and they also do, even though they could have just jumped. Carly, you're being mean. What's your problem? There's so much like West Side Story, like dudes coming out of doorways to fight. In this movie. Everything looks so choreographed. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're going to get you, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's amazing these movies get made. Is yeah. The takeaway from this, I think. It's just like, isn't life grand? <laughs> I don't know. That bums me out. Because think about like these very talented people and they'll make like four movies in their entire life. And one of them is like winter. So I'm not saying he's very talented. Yeah. I'm just saying like these people of talent of the stature where they are one of the very few who get to make movies and they'll right. make like this is this is what they're giving to us over their entire lifetime. And it's yeah. this movie about Colin Farrell, who is immortal and fights the devil with his horse. Yeah. There's something beautiful about that. <sighs> Should we move on? Yeah. OK. Did you have any others before we get into I'm thinking of ending things? No, we can get into okay. thinking of ending things. Um, I really didn't care for this movie, Kari. You? I feel very complicated towards it. Okay. I want to. Yeah. I don't. What's Did... Yes. Like, should we try to give a brief... Um, I don't even know if you can, but... Let's try not to. Okay. Because I think if you take that away, it makes it even harder to watch this movie. Okay, I guess like my big gripe with it is a super spoiler, so I don't know. Hmm. Let's just talk about it. If okay. you don't want to be spoiled on this movie that sucks, <laughs> don't listen to this part. Cargo. I don't know that you could talk about any of it without spoiling it. Like it's okay. This is our yeah. spoiler cast for I'm thinking of ending things. Charlie yeah. Kaufman's new film. Um, if you don't want to hear this, go watch the movie and then come back. Yeah. Okay, car. 
Did you like any parts of this more than other parts? Like, one of the things I really like about this movie... That's a perfect question for this movie. Let me be a little more specific, because there's, like, something I really like about this movie, and that I really enjoy in movies that attempt this, is, like, when there are, like, defined acts, and they're very different from each other. Okay. This has that, for sure, yes. Yes, which I think is really wonderful. And I really enjoyed the house portion and then yeah little parts of other stuff but for the most part the house portion was the only thing that i was really excited about yeah man i think the only part i actually liked was the dog constantly shaking forever yeah that creeped me out i thought that was awesome yeah and then man car this is probably like it's it's probably the movie I like the least that I think is like made the best or something. Okay. I really like the way this movie is shot and yeah. acted and all that. But I just think what this movie is and what it's about is just so completely uninteresting. Yeah. Um, And it's so it dares you just to stop watching at all times because it's just not. It just it doesn't change. It's just, and maybe that's the point. But if that's yeah. the point, I'm just not going to watch this movie. But I did already. You got me, Charlie Kaufman. You yeah, son of a gun. I think I agree in a lot of ways. Where like there is so much going for this. Like, yeah, I think the performances are awesome, and like people are really trying stuff. And I think for the most part, it really worked out. And it was just like so. This feels like an actor's movie where, yeah. like, they just got to go all out and <laughs> yeah. what fun. Yeah. And, like, I, I think this is the first thing I've seen with Jesse Buckley, and she was awesome. I yeah. really, really liked her. Yeah. And everyone loves Jesse Plemons, and he was also good. Like, yeah, yeah it, that was all wonderful. And I think, like, I kind of like the portion of it that, or the aspect of it that's, like, you said challenging you to stop. Like, I think that's kind of fun i don't know like yeah. i yeah. i it alienated me in a way that i kind of like enjoyed um especially since i didn't understand some of the references like i know looking back what there's like that whole speech where jesse buckley becomes what's her name the uh, lady from the movie yeah. yeah and i like didn't know that so it was lost on me um but if you knew was, that would it make it any better at least I would understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they uh, when they got to the BuzzFeed, um, is that Christmas song a rape song conversation? Yeah. I had to just find my absolute center in order to keep <laughs> watching the movie. I had to like, I had to. I had to go on a spirit journey there for a second. I was like, no, I will finish this movie. I'm two hours into this two and a half hour movie about nothing. I'm going to do it. And I mean, that was such an, like, I guess that starts to bring up what I found generally um, not upsetting. Um, what was like the letdown was just the. It's so weird because, you know, from pretty much the beginning that like this is all 
someone's imagination. And yeah. you, you know from pretty early on that specifically Jesse Buckley's character is an amalgamation of this guy's perceptions of what he wants from a woman. And like, you know that, but it becomes more and more disheartening as it goes on. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I really struggled with. Like I wanted, I don't even know if I need the character to be real, but I'm just so bored by the like, a man coming up with a lady that would like him thing. This is Queen of Earth if Queen of Earth had that stupid plot twist I was talking about. No, I don't think that's true. It totally is. <laughs> no. It's Queen, Queen of Earth, Earth is about like female friendship real. and stuff. It's just people having nonsense, terrible conversations with each other in the ways that people don't. And then it turns out one of them's fake. But they're about completely different things. This is about It's just a man. as hard to watch for me, though, Car. Okay, but that doesn't make them the same. That just means it's that... It's the same vibe. No, I completely disagree. Well, yeah, I guess Queen of Earth is just like catty, like sniping at each other. And this is just like people repeating, like, I don't know, Wikipedia articles about philosophy to each other or something. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just so like I have thought about this like so much today and I feel like I go so back and forth on it. Like I some of it's so interesting and like I I just find the whole idea of like I think there's a way to tell this story that is really compelling and meaningful and they might have done it and i can't tell you know what i mean they absolutely did not do it okay <laughs> i mean this is so boring how is this compelling oh i didn't think it was boring it's so boring there's an hour I... of this movie that's just them in a car talking about nothing yeah i kind of like that i don't know you can like it and it can still be boring yeah that's true i didn't really feel bored though yeah, she's got to get home. Yeah. Do you? OK, so the portion at the house, like when she's like everything is bonkers. Even though it's like bumped up about 100 percent. Yeah. I feel like I've had such like a similar experience of like either being at a significant other's or a friend's parents house and like maybe two or three glasses of wine in and everything just seems <laughs> crazy and you want to get out so so bad yeah and it's just like it it starts to feel like hell in like yeah. the most real way possible like even again like even though it's stepped up so much it just like it it really gets that feeling in a way that i really appreciated See, I didn't, that stuff didn't hit for me at all because nobody ever acknowledges any of it. Yeah. But that's, I guess, like, the way that I can relate to that is you wouldn't if you're someone's guest. Like, that, yeah. when I'm uncomfortable in someone's home, I'm not, obviously not to the extent that of what occurs in the movie, but that's, yeah. like, I, I think that's kind of the assumption is, like, 
And I mean, when you understand that she's a figment of his imagination, she's just fitting into the picture the way I know, which sucks. That's the part that sucks. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But I just don't think that I I feel like fundamentally that just doesn't this movie doesn't work, at least for me. Like, uh, I mean, she's basically in a house that is the end of 2001 Space Odyssey or something. And there's no horror to it because all she does is stand there and accept everything that's happening. So I don't get what the point of it all is, except that it it's like it's like there's a concept for this movie and then it is that concept. But there's no movie to it. Well, I think it's like the horror is his horror. Okay, but I think, I mean, sure, you know, you're worried about your parents getting older and dying, but there's got to be. And he's pissed off that like his parent, he wasn't talented and like his parents never thought he was talented. And this is like, this is like, I hate this movie because I feel like any complaint I have about it, you could be like, that's the point. No, I'm not saying right. you specifically. I'm just saying, like, if you talk to somebody about this movie, they'd be like, no, it's meta. That's the point. Yeah. It's not interesting because he's not interesting and it's him. Right. And I, that's completely true. Like, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. You can um, make an interesting movie about somebody who isn't interesting. Yes. I like God, I was about to say something so corny, but I think it's kind of true. Like, I think you can make an interesting movie about just about anyone if you make it well. Like, that's. Yeah, totally. I don't think that's this. Yeah. I think there are parts of this movie that don't I would not classify as like filmmaking. Where it's just two characters basically just reading. And I get it. It's meta. That's them as characters because they don't actually understand what they're talking about. And it's just like them parroting you know, stupid stuff back and forth. But at some point, at some point, if you're just making a movie for yourself, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe I just have a problem with people who watch these movies and say they're good because I feel like they're trying to find themselves in it or something. And well, that's how people probably are like, this is, the millionth movie that's ever existed about a dude having trouble with his parents and his love life. And, and his there's gamer girl girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, loves. and that was I oh god, dude. I was so frustrated because I thought like this is when Charlie Kaufman like destroys what he's done in the past in the best way possible, where like he makes a whole person out of the female character and like it doesn't need to be about that but it 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 so felt like that's where it was going in like the first five minutes yeah and i was so excited because it it just is so different than like eternal sunshine yeah uh and then it just feels like it's eternal sunshine oh yeah it it basically is yeah at the end yeah Oops. Really big bummer. Uh, this reminded me of uh, Chris Ware a lot. I, oh my God, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I can't believe, okay, yes, yeah. exactly. It felt like Chris Ware, but with like more surrealist element elements. Yeah, like the and things are actually less, happening. And like not as interested about people somehow. Yeah, because I mean, Chris Ware just kind of writes about himself to begin with, but this would be like if it was just like, I don't know, yeah. 
It would be like if Chris Ware wrote about himself and was not self-aware. Like, I think something (laughs) really notable is that the main character doesn't really have flaws, according to this. Like, he did nothing wrong the entire time. He was just doing his best and everyone (laughs) around him sucked. And that was bad. Like, it's so... Maybe that's a huge reason why it's uninteresting is... He's not a person. He's just like a symbol. And it's uh, what? Like, what are we to do with that? I don't know. And I don't think that using the language of like horror movies helps this movie at all. Because it just brings it down to that level already. The stuff that didn't have a level to begin with, I think. And then it just lets him do a bunch of like stupid horror movie things. I mean, I, I... Probably my favorite part of this movie is the editing in the house. Like, the quick cuts where seemingly there's no um, stretch... Like, it's not covering a stretch of time, but things have changed. And not in, like, the super obvious, like, she's wearing a different sweater ways, but just, like... I can't even think what it is, but it's just, like, time has passed, but you haven't seen it, and it hasn't passed for the characters. I think a, a a good horror director would have handled that stuff better, I think. Oh, I don't know. This was like the most... I haven't seen something quite like this before, and I thought it was... It worked really well for me. I didn't care for it, I guess. Okay, it's like, oh, yeah. now he's senile. <laughs> no, but I don't mean... Th- I don't... Okay, yeah, that's not what I mean at all. Like, I don't mean the actual, like, obvious... Um, yeah he was younger now he's older she's wearing a different color sweater i mean just like little tiny moments where like there would be a quick cut and something seemingly would have oh i wish i could think of an example but yeah i'm not talking about the like that he gets older stuff i'm okay. talking about like just really small editing changes um hmm. like when they're at the dinner table and stuff i don't know oh, yeah, okay. i wish i had an example yeah but then I know what you're talking about, too, but like to counter that would be like, that's me in that picture. What? Now it's you? Yeah. And it's just like uh, the most corny, like horror movie tropes to, I don't know. I don't, I don't appreciate this like fun house, like horror movie trope parade that happens in yeah. the sandwiched between hours of two characters sitting in a car talking. Like, I don't think that's great movie making is to be like. I had a lot of fun ideas for a horror movie, but I forgot to make that. So yeah, here's I mean, traveling. So have you looked into the book? A little bit. So, I mean, like the ending of the book is when they find out that the the jam. I guess that well, and that they're not real, um, and that Oof. they're the same. I guess. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, you find out way earlier on in the movie. And I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, I, it's better because I don't like the shock of the at the end this whole time. Like, they were fake. Like, that would be super annoying as well. But yeah. again, like I said, I said this when we were talking about the stupid Queen of Earth theory. Like, yeah, if the people aren't real. Why does it matter? Yeah, and I don't know that that's always the case because 
I think the idea of like crafting from memory is interesting or it can be interesting. Yeah. It's just like I did care about the Jesse Buckley character. It's yeah. so like I don't I don't know. But he's not real either. Like who cares? You know? No, the lady. Neither of them are real. Yeah, but I'm saying I think I just I it's two fake like, people talking to each other about nothing. I don't know. It's yeah. Like, but, and that's the other tough part is like, yes, he's fake in that he's from memory, but that's him, right? Or his perception of himself. <laughs> I think you've been smoking a little bit of the old... No, this is like important because okay. it's different if both of these people are just made up things. But Jesse Plemons is... The younger version of the janitor, no, in some way. Sure, but then why does there why is there a picture of the girl as a kid at the house that goes away? Like, sure, because because he's making her up from any like texture that he has. Okay, he being a made up person, or he being the real janitor. Okay, okay, I don't know. I I just think that's frustrating because <laughs> then you yeah. can't say it's not as if these two are in a level playing field of both being made up. No, one is a self-perception. One is a figment of imagination. Yeah. I, and that's frustrating to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm frustrated as well. Um, I guess I just don't understand why Chuck picked this movie like what did he see in these characters why is this the venue for him making another movie about himself in this way yeah it feels at odds like eternal sunshine love it or hate it i think it's like a movie on its own that also kind of functions in that way like it tells a story right maybe you don't i like think eternal i sunshine. might i haven't seen eternal sunshine in quite some time oh and i think i'm taking into account like how I perceive that it's aged. Yeah. I There's a chance I like this more than Eternal Sunshine now. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, I don't know. Like, they're both just... I don't know. It's complicated. I don't... I don't find anything to like, I guess, in this movie, besides, you know, from a technical perspective. Yeah. And that's tough, because I really do love that. Like, I love a lot of... Especially the acting. I just, I really love the people in this. I loved, I wish I knew the guy's name, but I think the Lupin dude did amazing in this. The who? Lupin. Professor Lupin. Oh, okay. Dad? I'm talking about Lupin the Third, a famous <laughs> spy. Um, I feel like this is like a litmus test where can something be good acting if they have no material to work with? I don't like, think that's a, the opposite, though, right? They had tons of material to work with. It's just whether you like the material or not. But a lot of the material. They got to be yeah. decades different people. Like they had. Yeah. Th I just this mean, was their chance to shine. The main people are just like. Is it good acting to just be frustrated with somebody talking about nothing in a car in winter? Yeah, because I totally felt, um, especially in the beginning, I really liked when uh, the voiceover would happen for Jesse Buckley's character and yeah. uh, Jesse Plemons would jump in. Like, yeah. I, 
that felt like human stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally. It's, they lose that, know. though, I think, as it goes on. You kind of do. I thought her towards the end, like, when she's stuck in the car alone and then when she has to go into the school. Like, I also thought that was good. Jesse Plemons is interesting because he's playing a nothing person. So I don't know. Yeah. He was really good, I thought, when they first get to the house. Yes. And he's so anxious. Yeah, he's like anxious yeah. and he's like kind of like snippy in a realistic yeah. way, I thought. Yeah. They're just cheap. They're just dead. What do you want? Yeah. Gosh, darn it. Man, he's like, really good. He's yeah. My favorite part was the cartoon pig that shows up and then talks to the guy. <laughs> and they have this like really nice conversation while he's just walking down the hallway naked. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. I really hated the dancing and then the singing. Oh, I like the dancing. It's like, it's just so obvious. It's just like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, it's, a, I don't know. It's just like this hacky way to end this like really long droning movie. Is And then like, this is the story of their lives and his brain and they're dancing because he saw the people dancing. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I st- like, I... I, I, this was one of those where I didn't, I don't know that I have my mind made up about it and I feel like I probably won't for a while. Yeah. I think that's the intended effect. Yeah. I just don't understand. You go again, letterboxed and this has like a 4.2 or something. And I just don't understand how every single person watches this can be like, this is amazing. It just, it's like, this is outside the movie, obviously, but it's just like this weird, like, groupthink thing going on that I don't understand. Well, I think it's also notable that this came out, like, 36 hours ago. So the people who have seen it so far are the people who are super excited to see it. I don't understand. And you're looking at Letterboxd, which is (laughs) an even smaller subset, or maybe the entire group of those people. You know what I mean? Very true, yeah. Yeah. I just think... Letterboxd is not humanity. Letterboxd is Letterboxd. I think there's directors who would love to make a movie and see that happen. I don't think Charlie Kaufman's one of them. I don't think he expects to go and see what his rating for his movie is and be like, everybody loves it. I don't think that's the intended effect at all. But that also isn't what Letterboxd is for. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's so weird to have this movie that just does not give you any anything to hang your hat on. Yeah. And then just to see this overwhelming positive response to it is just strange. I mean, I like I don't want to devalue anyone person's experience with this, but I think there is a certain. Like seeing something that you haven't seen before. You can perceive that as good if you want. So like, <laughs> I haven't seen something like this before, so maybe it's good. I've lived it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I think I would encourage people who are into this sort of thing to seek it out. What is this type of thing? What are you talking about? I like. I'm uh, with you. Like bizarre, challenging movies, I guess. There's got to be way more entertaining and interesting movies like that. I was pretty entertained. Like I that's I can't say I was I was enraptured for like all of it, especially at the beginning when they were in the car and like right at the beginning of the house. I was so that's like the most I just felt so excited about the movie and the idea of like. This is the first time in a while where I'm watching something new and I know a bunch of other people are watching. Like it, 
it kind of felt like I was going to a theater the weekend Aww. something came out, and it Aww. was just like a nice feeling. Sure. And um, I was doing it in the safety of my home. I mean, I really liked the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it seemed interesting and it seemed fresh. Yeah. But two and a half hours Fresh in, is a good way to put the first like 15 minutes, yeah. It feels very realistic in a way. Like he understands yeah. how people think. Right, right, right. And then... And then he really wants you to understand that for the next. He, I think he like ugh, it's tough. I don't know anything about Charlie Kaufman, but it really feels like he wants you to understand how he thinks yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah. And I do. Which I don't know. That's artists are doing that all the time. That's what they do. But with him, it just feels like a different breed. Yeah, I guess I would be interested to see some of his other films and see if he just does not mix with me or if this yeah. is just a. Uh, you know, an outsider right. in that realm. I don't know. But uh, like I, I, the way I was kind of thinking of it is even if I watch a movie I don't like, I can usually think of someone I could recommend it to. Mm-hmm. There's nobody I would recommend this movie to, honestly. Hmm. Like who, who would I subject to this? <laughs> if I hadn't seen it, would you recommend it to me? No. Okay. Like the first half, maybe. Yeah. Not the second half. Yeah. It's like, do you want to use your phone for a while? Watch this movie. It's like, (laughs) come on. What are we doing here? My attention span is not there. Car. Yeah. This is probably our longest episode by a long shot. Do you want to get into movie releases here real quick and then we can go home? Sure. Well, okay, do you want to maybe skip the movie release? There's only two and neither of them matter. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's kind of mean. I'm sorry, but they don't. The Social Network 2 is on here. (laughs) If only. Um, Because are we... There's a couple of matters of business to discuss, I think. Oh my gosh. Are we doing another, like... Series? Yeah. That's up to you, Car. I don't know. We're going to have a week off, so I would feel weird starting something like that i guess okay we do have some people subbing in for us so don't worry <gasps> really interested to see how that goes <laughs> do who's doing it uh michael and christian possibly okay. <laughs> i'm really interested to see what like bizarro world pillows on the windows looks like so what if like that episode gets like 10 million <laughs> and then it just drops back off <laughs> uh, uh. We can never come back. They have to keep doing it because nobody yes. wants us here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's something to worry about. What else is going on? Here? So I guess that was my first question. And then, um, I don't know. Do I, I have some ideas for what we could watch? Oh, yeah. Hit me. Okay. This is the part where I get bashful. Oh, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> Okay. First one. Yes. Lost City of Z. Lost City of Z. I don't know what that is. It's not the Brad Pitt one. Okay, not World War Z, not Lost City of Children. Correct, <laughs> yeah. It's um Charlie Hunnam. I think Robbie Pat Pat's in it. Oh, thank um, God. But it's like a adventure film, but, but it's twisted. directed by the same... I think it was the movie... It's directed by James Gray, and I think it's the movie that he made before Ad Astra. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. Cool. Okay, 
And then the other one is the seventh seal. I thought would be interesting. I've seen that before. Does that? Oh, you have. I have. Okay. Um, have you seen Logan Lucky? No, I've heard of it though. Is that Soderbergh? Yes. Is that post Ocean Soderbergh? Yes. Oh my God! Give it to me. Give it to me. It's got platinum blonde Daniel Craig. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's a racing movie, so I thought you would like it. I love racing. Okay. <laughs> is that a vroom vroom? That vroom vroom is going fast. Okay. okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Holy cow. 